Hello, my awesome mom pod listeners. It's Paige with some exciting news. The Moms Organization Motivation Podcast has had the most amazing three-year run. And thanks to you, it's listened to in more than 85 countries. It's won Best Family Podcast and Best Home and Lifestyle Podcast awards and consistently ranks in the top of the charts globally. I could not have done that without you. It'll continue to be downloadable for all your organization motivation needs. And now there'll be a brand new podcast to listen to. If like me, you love being a mom and also desire more. Head over to the Time to Pivot podcast right now and hit subscribe. Each week, my guest and I will be sharing all the ways we've learned to pivot in our life and business as we share our God-given gifts and serve others and still make it to the carpool line on time. I can't wait for this fun new podcast to begin April 17th, 2023. So mark your calendars and join me on the Time to Pivot podcast. I'm Paige Killian, and I'm passionate about helping busy moms of littles organize and style their life in three simple steps. Living this mom life is incredible and sometimes completely overwhelming. Is stressing about overstuffed drawers, never-ending mail piles, a mountain of Legos, and our kids' artwork really what God intended? No way! Getting organized has been a game changer for me and also my clients, but it has to be simple or it just won't get done. So let's simplify the process and clear the clutter to see the blessings God has for us. I know your time is valuable, so thanks for joining me each week for a healthy dose of organization and a whole lot of motivation. Hello, hello. Thanks for joining me again today for another episode I am super inspired by back to school day. I am definitely recording this way before it's going to be airing. So just know that if you're listening to this today and you're thinking they just had back to school this morning, that is insane. How is that? No, it was at least a month ago at this point, but I was super excited because we have been at this for a little while. We've got a sixth grader. We've now got a second grader. So one in elementary, one in middle school, and this is new territory for me. And so I really wanted to make sure that a lot of the things that we've done in the past that have worked really well, I wanted to make sure that we for sure incorporated those into our nighttime last night and morning routine today. But also I have forever cheated a little bit in one way because I know how stressful and busy and crazy and even last minute your first day of school mornings can be no matter how much effort and energy you put in on the front end to prepare for it. And that totally got me thinking that in case you need a redo, and this doesn't have to just be with school, but in case you need a redo, it's okay to do that. You can start your first day of school on the second day. <laughs> you can you can switch it up. You can totally do that. And you can do that in organizing. 
So the little cheating part, which maybe that's not the best thing to say since I'm talking about school, (laughs) it's not real cheating, (laughs) but the cheating part that I've done in the past is I've actually done those sort of obligatory first day of school pictures that have the little sign that the kids hold up and they say, I'm going into this grade and it's this year and I'm this cute and this is my name and all the things, right? So I have actually in the past done those the day before. And this year I thought, all right, we have kind of like, I don't want to say perfected, but for lack of a better word, perfected this first day of school photo thing because we do it the day before. So we're always making sure that we lay out our clothes the night before. And so usually when we're picking our clothes, I have just said to the kids, guys, let's run outside really fast, throw these outfits on just to make sure the shirts and the shorts and the belts and everything fits. And we got the new sneakers with the all white socks. And, you know, are you guys doing uniforms? Do your kids get to pick out their own thing? If they have uniforms, which that's what we have, I've learned. It's just a million times easier. However, they're now giving them more options. So they have different colored shirts. They can do pants. They can do shorts. They can do different colored belts. Um, And so with that comes a little bit of that deciding that they can do. But if you are in the position where you guys get to pick a whole totally different outfit every single day, if this can be stressful in the mornings, even if it's a snap, I always say, lay it out the night before. And this is one of the things that I discovered several years back when you got two kids in the morning and you just never know how first day of school is going to go as they're picking their outfits out the night before. I've been like, guys, run outside real fast. Let me just snap your picture real quick with your backpack on. We have one of those black and white boards, little square. And I just decided I don't want to have to print out every single year, a new one for Isabel, a new one for Duke. And so I just have that same square board. I got it from target, I think forever ago, and they have the little letters that you can pop in and adjust and readjust. And so I just keep it on there that says first day of school for Duke. And then it has whatever grade he's in. So we just switch up that number each year and Isabel, and then we just switch up her number grade each year. And then down on the bottom, it has the school year. And so this year was kind of funny. And I think, I think next year might, this might happen to us as well, but I always put 20 this year, it was going to be 2022, but then Duke was going into second grade. And so we didn't have enough twos. So we had to rethink down on the bottom where it had the school year, instead of saying 2022, we just pulled off the two from the 20 and we stuck it up on the second grade. And then we just did like one of those little apostrophes and just did 22 instead of 2022. So, you know, always improvising, but even that, for example, had I saved that till the morning of, I might not have been thinking as clearly and I might have felt rushed and be like, Oh no, we don't have a two to go here. We don't have, you know, and just, you never know, you never know what's going to happen. And so there's always There's always a reason for redos. Okay. Are you noticing that I'm slowing in the way that I'm talking? I have to tell you something super cool that just happened. This, you never can tell when I hit record, you never can tell what's going to happen. So many years ago, my husband's dad passed away. And so, you know, the kids and I, we we all know that he's up in heaven looking over us. And the funniest thing, I won't go into the details, but there have been a million times, a lot of people, when they pass, they might equate something that they see after the fact with that person, they might associate something with them. 
And I had this crazy experience with the hummingbird the day of my husband's dad's uh, memorial service. And this hummingbird, it just, it was just really interesting. I was getting ready to leave. Isabel was an itty bitty baby. My mom had flown in town to be with us, to help us. And so um, as we're leaving and I'm, I'm feeling guilty because I'm leaving my husband behind because obviously this is a serious day for him and emotional, but I had this itty bitty baby and I mean, you moms know I had to nurse and I just didn't want to do it for a second time in there. I needed to go home. We needed to nurse. We needed to do um, nap time, all of that. And so I was breaking away from my husband. There's obviously plenty of love and support around and this hummingbird as I'm leaving and I'm telling my mom, like, I feel so badly. Is this the thing? Do I need to go? Whatever. I'm telling you, it comes right down. I'm sitting in my driver's side seat and it comes right down in front of me. And this thing looks directly in my eyeballs and it just hangs out. You know how hummingbirds do and they just fly in place. It's the coolest thing. I had never seen a hummingbird in my entire life. I had seen them in, you know, pictures, I guess, in movies and whatever, but I had never seen one in person before. And this thing, you know, there's obviously the glass windshield in front of me, but it was right in front of my face. And just this like weird calm came over me. And it was just like a it's okay. He's going to be fine. Go ahead and go. And so I always think about anytime I'm stressed or frustrated about something, or I just don't know how things are going to turn out. I am telling you, it is the craziest thing. I have multiple experiences with this. Now those hummingbirds show up and they come really close to me. And there's like a very clear moment. It's not just like, Oh, I see a hummingbird flying by. It's not even that they're like these real moments and these things just come down in front of me and they hang out. Okay. So again, didn't mean to have this part of the conversation, but as I'm talking to you about a redo and the possibility for a potentially stressful event coming up and trying to plan ahead for it and do the best you can, but knowing it's just not always going to go to plan and it's very okay to have redos and restarts. As I'm telling you this, I'm sitting in my bedroom, AKA my podcast studio currently. <laughs> and this hummingbird, I'm like, our house actually sits up high in the hills, in the mountains of the Palisades. We are, we're up very high. And this hummingbird just came up to my window that is directly across from me and just hung out there for a second. And as I'm trying to say something about it being stressful, potentially for the first day of school, or like, if you've got something else coming up that could be stressful, it's okay to have a redo. And this hummingbird just drops down and looks at me. I mean, come on, come on with that timing. That is insane. So here's the thing I want to say. When you go into an event that is stressful, or when you go into a, a day or some sort of moment, or perhaps it's a meeting, um, and good heavens, we've had some of those at school before and at work before. And when you go into those things and you know that there's that potential for stress, I just want to offer a kind word to you, which is that you've totally got this and it doesn't have to go perfectly and it doesn't have to be all that you planned for and all that you expected. Uh, there are definitely some blessings in disguise that come up in these stressful moments sometimes, but sometimes they're really, really hard to see. And I have to tell you just in, again, that sort of like first day of school vein, I have to tell you that 
I have been really, really grateful for these moms who have posted meltdowns, not their actual child, you know, respect your child's privacy. Of course, like you don't need to post a meltdown that your child's having, but kind of like the joke of like, this is real life. This isn't, everything doesn't have to go perfectly. And I've noticed that noticing more and more moms are actually posting like hilarious pictures because they wanted so badly for like the first day of school photo to be so cute. And then they end up posting this like ridiculous one. Cause the kids are just not cooperating or like, I saw this really cute one. Um, yesterday, actually, uh, an online friend of mine who now has four children, God bless her. She actually had like these really cute photos for one of her kids. And then the other one was just like, nope, not having it. And so she just posted a picture of her sort of laying down on the floor and she's like, okay, happy first day of school. <laughs> I, just, I thought, yeah, yeah, there it is. That's real life. But how can we also take that first day of school moment. I mean, it's like, it's still, is kind of like you go to sit on Santa Claus's lap or the Easter bunny or something to take those photos that you want to have in your memory book for life. And the kids are fully screaming, crying, melting down, have like the most terrified look on their face. Cause they don't know who this huge, huge gigantic person with the, you know, an Easter bunny head or like, you know, Santa Claus that you've never met this person in your life. And your mom just handed you off to sit in this man's you know, lap with the loud suit and the beard and is yelling ho, ho, ho in your face. You know, it's a lot. Okay. So we have all have children who have different needs and, and let's be honest as parents, we all have different needs too. And today, as I was on campus and I was hugging all these parents and I was thinking about, Oh my goodness, fresh start. This is so great. I love a good fresh start. I love a new school year. I love this. I love this. And I was having flashbacks to when I was the teacher and the parents were coming, they were taking the, you know, obligatory first day of school photos with me and with our other teachers as well. And I just thought, I feel like we need to let ourselves off the hook and totally embrace when things go wrong, when they go off the tracks, when they go off the rails, when they, when everything that you had these really great intentions to be does not come to be. So I really, that's, that's really all I've got. I don't even have any magical wisdom other than plan ahead, have communication with your children, talk to your spouse or talk to, if you've got a sitter or a nanny, or if you've got uh, a parent who's helping you out, so like the grandparents are helping you out. If you have people in the home who you are getting ready to go through this thing with, whether it be the first day of school, whether it be this tricky meeting that you have to go into and you're really feeling like you're walking on eggshells. If you have a school meeting and you're really nervous about it, anxious about it, prepare as much as you can, say prayers, communicate with the people around you and make sure that you are giving yourself grace. And also know that whoever you're going into that experience with as well, they could be having those very same thoughts. They could be having anxiety about what's going on as well. I tend to be an open book kind of person. And so if I feel any of that, I will just straight up say, Hey, uh, this is awkward. I feel a little uncomfortable in this situation. I really want to make sure that we talk about it in a very, you know, helpful, responsible way, but also just know like I'm emotional about it. I'm on the verge of tears or I'm feeling a certain kind of way. You might even be feeling angry or upset or frustrated or disappointed with something that's 
happen in whatever phase of life you're going to, in whatever season and whatever meeting in whatever just area of your life that you're going into. I have actually been doing lots of relocations these days, lots of organizing jobs for people who are moving into new homes. That is a big deal. It is not lost on me how very stressful that can be sometimes. And as much as you prepare for it, you never know what's going to happen. One of the jobs that I'm working on right now, the very exciting thing is that they had a date that they were going to get to move in. And then they found out that they were going to get to move in like four or five days before that. And so that was really exciting. And then suddenly you have to, you know, all those plans that you made, you have to call everybody and make sure you arrange everything to see if people can then help you out a week sooner than you expected. And another one we were planning on getting together and then suddenly the remodeling, the uh, there was like a, a big flood and then there was a whole mold situation. Oh boy, we lived through that. Thankfully, it wasn't a house that we owned. It was one that we rented, but it was absolutely a very similar situation where we had to relocate to a different place. I was actually pregnant at the time and I had a toddler. So the last thing I needed to be doing was breathing in any mold, anything. And so all of those situations in our life are incredibly stressful. We never know when they're going to happen, except if you've been listening to a lot of these episodes in the past, I always say, just expect the unexpected. And then you're ready. (laughs) You, You may not know what it is, but you're ready because you know it most likely will happen. friendly reminder that my book is now available on Kindle and paperback over on Amazon. So if you haven't gotten it yet, or you have, and you'd like to get more, head over to Amazon and search for I've got you girlfriend, why getting organized and living this mom life is not a solo mission. You can also find a direct link over on my website at everythingwithstyle.com. Thanks so much for making it a bestseller and back to the show. So when that happens, just remember, it is never too late to restart something. It is never too late to have a redo. Even if you get to a place where, I mean, maybe this you think is worst case scenario and you're like, oh, well, it's too late after I got fired or I got let go or I had to leave a specific job. But I'm telling you, you never know. This could be a completely new, fresh beginning, a beautiful situation that you never had planned for. And when you go into something like that with that sort of mentality, it definitely can take some of that stress away. It definitely can take some of that anxiety away. I mean, I'm not crazy. I know it's still going to be there, but take some deep breaths say some prayers, ask God to help you navigate the unknown. I mean, it is all unknown, obviously, right? I remember when I was a teacher, even teaching the same grade the next year and the next year, it was a whole different set of kids. It was a whole different set of parents. It was new colleagues at work. It was potentially new curriculum that was introduced. So there was always new stuff, right? Even if it was the same type of situation. And even if you looking at your children's schedule, by the way, I will tell you, I have done in the past back to school routine podcast episodes. I'll go ahead and link those here just to make sure if if you are still in that position, that's one of the things that I say, no matter how much we're preparing with those routines and things that maybe we have done in the past. Well, 
you're a new such and such years old. You have a new grade that you're going into. And so there are different things to be thinking about and accommodate for those new changes. And even if it's like, well, you've known how to brush your teeth your whole life. Why all of a sudden is brushing your teeth (laughs) seeming to be this new issue that it wasn't before? I mean, we definitely have regressions and things like that, right? Maybe you've got a kid who wasn't a bedwetter and then suddenly they're waking up in the morning and they've wet the bed. Uh, Perhaps you have got a student who was always really great in school and then he or she gets to a grade in school and suddenly they're having a really hard time because things aren't coming as easily. Perhaps you're starting a business and you've never done that before. Or perhaps there's even just like something you've decided you're going to commit to this year that you haven't in years past, whether it's volunteering in the community or at the school or at your church. Perhaps it is taking on some new event that you've not hosted before. Both my children have fall birthdays. And so I know when school starts pretty immediately, we're going to be doing birthday parties. And it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, sure. We've thrown birthday parties before, but (laughs) everyone knows we had to do COVID type birthday parties there for a little while. Then we needed to do just like family birthday parties because That needed to be the thing those particular years. And now we're sort of back into that position where it's like, are we going to do a big birthday party this year? Is that something that we're going to be working on? Lots of things that maybe you have done in the past that you even feel like, hey, we've nailed this. We've got this down to an art. This could be the year that things are very different. And you could get halfway through that school year or halfway through that job interview or halfway through that meeting and be like, hold on, this feels very different. This is not going the way I anticipated. And having those moments to just tell yourself, you know what? It's okay. We can have a redo. We don't have to let this completely derail us from our plans. Um, This can be one day and then the next day can be totally different. We can restart. I actually come to think of it, did an episode a really long time ago called restart and reboot or, oh, push pause and restart. That's what it was. This was something that we did. Oh, you know, this was something that was really helpful in the days that Duke was in preschool. Gosh, we've come a long way. He's in second grade now. When he was in preschool, I remember there were a lot of these days when we simply needed to say, we're going to push pause and we're going to restart. And that a lot of times would be taking a deep breath, giving a hug and restarting. And it was a game changer for him. I realized that he was very quick to rebound. So he might have those moments where he was spinning out or he might be on the verge of a meltdown. And then suddenly we would say out loud verbally. So it would be, you know, it wouldn't just be something I mentally was like, okay, we need to have a redo. We need to restart the situation. I would actually say, okay, it's time to restart. And we would push pause. And we would even do like our little finger, like we were pushing a button, push pause. And then we would stop. And we'd say, okay, let's restart. And we would start with a hug. And, you know, in that moment, you decide if there needs to be an apology, if there needs to be a consequence, if there just needs to be like a little life lesson moment, but then you're restarting. So you're not stuck in that same mentality, in that same negative energy space. You can quickly rebound. You can totally address the situation head on and say, I don't like how this is going. It appears that you don't either. Let's push pause, take a breath. Let's restart this. We're going to redo this day. 
Now, let me just tell you, if you had your first day of school and the pictures are a disaster and you forgot the sign and the blah, 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 girlfriend, go, if it is really important to you, or if you're wanting it for like their memory box or for your photo albums, go make a sign, do it on the third day of school, do it on the third week of school, have them hold up a sign, do it after carpool today. When you go pick them up, why does it have to be in the morning when that could be a stressful time? This is obviously a very (laughs) specific example that I'm using, but really look at your life and look Look around and decide what is it right now that I need to push pause on and restart and redo and not feel guilty about it and offer myself and everyone involved some grace because it doesn't have to be done perfectly and good heavens, laugh it off if you can. So also let's just go ahead and take it down that organization route really quickly. Has your style changed? Has your, not just maybe your style about like, oh, I don't like this color that I decorated with a while ago, or I don't like that particular chair, or it's time for a new couch. Sure that you can think that, or you can think your style has changed because you've even become more relaxed over the years. And you're like, you know what? Some of these things that we put in place, they felt a little too rigid. I think we just need to have some open bins to toss stuff in these days. We don't need to have everything with tops and perfectly labeled. And by the way, maybe the labels that you put on them years ago just don't apply anymore. Think about how you can take something off your plate. Or perhaps your style has changed because you're like, you know, this one way that we did this a long time ago because the kids were so little, it's time for an upgrade. Let's definitely do something a little bit differently. Let's look for some new containers. Let's look for some new labels. Let's ask the kids to be a part of it now. Maybe you did some organizing many years ago when the kids were so little that it wasn't appropriate for them to help you. Maybe it's time for them to be able to put their personal touch on it as well. So what is it that you can do today to redo a space or a time or an event or a special day or a meeting? What is something that you can redo about that so you feel better and you can move forward not having that negative energy? And look, you know, I still do live in the world of reality. And maybe there are moments that you cannot officially completely redo But you can go through those things with your family and talk about what worked, what didn't work so well. So when we do this the next time, we truly are redoing it because we're doing it with a fresh set of eyes. We're doing it with a better attitude. I will tell you this morning went so, so well. It wasn't perfect. Like when we got up, my son was up an hour earlier than the alarm went off, but I wasn't going to knock that. I was just excited. I wasn't having to drag anybody out of bed today. And so I was very excited. So he came in my room and I'm like, well, good morning, hugs and kisses. I said, gosh, you're up so early. Are you sure you want to be up right now? Yes, mom. I'm so excited. He had already put his shirt on his uh, school uniform on his, his little belt. And he had his all white socks and his new sneaks and he was ready to go. So I said, okay, well, if you'd like to go downstairs, I said, I'm going to do a couple things up here to get ready. And I said, let's be really quiet because Isabel does not have to be up for quite a while. Let's let her sleep. She's still definitely on summertime mode, but I said, let's let her sleep. And so I come downstairs, we all make our way downstairs and everything's great. Isabel has done her morning smoothie that she really wanted to make. She's 
prepped my coffee for me, which is so super sweet. Uh, I left a couple of notes, little reminders. I left a cute little surprise for her with a little note for the first day of school. I had one for Duke waiting in the car as well. And we had this moment of, yay, you did so great. This is so exciting. Wonderful. And I said, Duke, what can I make you for breakfast? We had a couple of things we talked about we were going to do for him. And um, he said, oh no, mom, don't worry. I already ate. And I'm look, I'm scanning the kitchen thinking, oh dear, what, what, what did he eat? What did he make by himself? And I'm not seeing any remnants of anything that he made. And he said, oh no, I, I had a sucker. <laughs> I was like, a sucker for breakfast? <laughs> My voice went up really high and he said, yeah, but it's okay, mom. It's one of those organic ones that you let us have. <laughs> I was like, you know what? Great. Okay. Well, great. <laughs> and I said, well, would, um, would you also like some of this delicious healthy smoothie and a little bagel with cream cheese? And so he had that too, but he st started his morning off with a sucker, but don't worry guys. It was one of the organic ones. So, you know, listen, we're going to redo that part of the moment. So, you know, He's not going to be doing that tomorrow and the next day and the next day, but I had to just laugh and I had to just give him credit for being you know, assertive and independent. <laughs> also, that reminds me, I'm going to put the suckers up really, really high in the sweets basket. I don't know how, <laughs> I don't know how he got that one this morning, but you know, again, we need to push pause and we need to restart. I will be going running down after this episode. I'll be popping those up in the very high basket up in the pantry if I can locate where those ended up and um, give him a friendly reminder that we're going to save those for after school and special occasions next time, but also commend him for, you know, really just doing a great job. And because he was up so early, it got all of us up earlier as well. So it really was a success in that way. So I just want to remind you to really do have that open communication. Don't put so much weight on one particular day or time or meeting. And just know you can always redo something. It is never too late. Uh, push pause and restart, take a breath, give a hug, have a laugh, cry it out if you need to. That's, you know, that's super cathartic and helpful as well sometimes too. And just know that whatever it is that you are going through right now, there's got to be another mom going through it and possibly at the exact same time as you as well. So you're not alone. Definitely reach out to me if you need a little support. I'm always happy to help if I can. Gosh, we might end up talking and I learn something from you and get help from you as well. That happens all the time because we got to lean on each other. This is definitely something that we're all in together and we never quite know what's going to happen. This is why we're expecting the unexpected at all times. So happy back to schooling for you. Happy organizing. If you are deciding to redo a space uh, as well, then just check in with your family, figure out what your style is, figure out what it is that you would like to do and see happen in that space and take some pictures because that's always fun to see the before and afters. Hopefully you guys are all doing well back in school and I am wishing you well and I look forward to talking to you next week for a little more organization motivation. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Moms Organization Motivation Podcast. For more resources to organize and style your busy life, head over to everythingwithstyle.com and connect with me on Instagram at 
Everything with Style Mom. If this episode was helpful for you, please share it with your friends, rate and review it on iTunes, that's Apple Podcasts now, and let me know what you'd like to hear about next. Thanks again for listening and happy organizing.